Thank you for downloading Fun Employment Radio. Don't forget, when you're shopping on Amazon, to go to funemploymentradio.com first and click on the Amazon banner at the top of the page. It's free for you, and it helps us out tremendously. Thanks a lot. Here's the show. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. FunEmploymentRadio.com Sarah, if you feel that I am supremely better at cornhole than you, I'd like you to say nothing right now. Shut up. Okay, well, I think that's good enough. Say something at a very high yell if you disagree with me. A soft whisper. (laughs) I'm going to assume that you you just feel that I'm probably... Oh, you're so broken up over it that you can't even say anything about it. God damn it I understand. Right. Well, Sarah, you're not the only one that I feel that that, that feels that way. But, I'm uh, so intimidated. <laughs> oh my god, this is awful. I have scared you so much you can't even talk anymore. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. So I'm just going to say this right off the bat today. Uh, this has been a week of health issues for both Sarah and I. We started off the week where I didn't have a voice mm-hmm. and uh, couldn't do a show. That's slowly coming back. And now we've reached the end of the week where Sarah has taken on that role and... Uh, Starting today has has been unable to carry on much of a conversation without um, coughing profusely over and over. So, uh, and plus, like every time I laugh, it's like basically coughing to the point of where I feel like I'm going to throw up. So this is awesome. Sweet, that's perfect for a comedy show. I'm glad that we have that. Well, good thing you're not funny, so I'm not going to laugh very much. uh, The mute button still works over here. So, so anyway, I just want to make sure that you guys guys knew that Sarah's Sarah's carrying on for a little bit. We do have though a super secret guest who's going to be joining us here in just a minute. So successful published author. Yeah, you're whispering now. It's kind of creepy the way that you're saying it. Good, I want to creep you out. It it really is. I can can talk without coughing. Oh my god! I guess I have to turn your microphone up. I feel like I'm in asthma right now. (laughs) <laughs> like, asmr that oh god no totally let's let's not talk about that all right back on track so one thing uh that we were referencing here referencing here right at the beginning of the show is the fact that this sunday will be the fun employment radio cornhole tournament at the landmark saloon I'm so excited it is going to be happening on <laughs> We just need to get a list of things for you to say in your whisper voice. Maybe people in the live chat, you can go ahead and drop some things in there. So we just found out about this really in the last hour before the show that Sarah wasn't going to be able to talk. If you if you have suggestions for her, go ahead and go ahead and post that in there. Some people are saying you sound sexy. Apparently, creepy is sexy to some people. I do. That's- I sound like Mr. Jenkins in the chat says I sound like Lindsay Bluth when she lost her voice <laughs> from Arrested Development. It's totally it. Uh, say, Mama needs her stories. Mama needs her stories. Ew, that was gross. Ew. Okay, yeah, that was really disturbing. I don't like to call myself mama. I prefer, I prefer if that hadn't happened. Oh, God, yes, I'm sorry. I feel so gross. I feel so gross. I'm just trying not to cough. All right. Okay. There we go. All right, you do So anyway, good. thank you for, uh, thanks for, yes. thanks for holding, holding the show together. Well, Sarah, the fun I employment. I look forward to kicking your ass on Saturday, on Sunday. I can't even understand what you said. Can you speak up a little bit? Shut up. The Fun Employment Radio Cornhole Tournament 
is taking place this Sunday, May 17th at the Landmark Saloon, brought to you by Pabst Blue Ribbon and Next Adventure. And uh, we are really, really excited about it. And one of the things I wanted to um, just emphasize is that it's not just it's not just a thing for people that are participating in the tournament. It's like a full afternoon deal. Like we're going to be there all afternoon. Uh, we're going to have different side games and prizes for people that aren't competing. There's going to be cheering sections. You can cheer on things if you want. There's going to be, you know, drinks, fun. You can fun. Pick, like team... Team Sarah, or Team Greg. Well, you totally want to do Team Sarah, and we'll and we'll yeah, we'll explain that part too. Like, there's all kinds of different things that are going to be going on at at the during this afternoon, and we would love to see everyone come out, stop by, stop by for a bit, say hello, hang out with us. It's going to be a lot of fun. And one of the things that yes, that we were referencing here is that Sarah and I. As part of the Fun Employment Radio Cornhole Tournament, a little separate thing because there is there's a bit of a halftime during the tournament. Sarah and I are going to be having a solo. A hole off. <laughs> a, a hole off. I don't think we want to call it that. A competition where it's just Sarah against I. Nothing else going on during it. No one else competing. Everyone watching us, wait, wait, judging, staring, Stop it. everyone on every breath, complete silence, staring at Sarah as she throws bags down at a cornhole board. It'll just and make so, me stronger if I'm against you. <laughs> so, so if you've ever seen Sarah and I play cornhole against each other, it's not a pretty thing. Um, we don't like to lose. And I will say this right now. That is not a joke. Neither of us wants to lose. It uh, it will be for real. Yeah, it's not like funny haha. Like it's it, it makes our friends uncomfortable. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah. It's it's awkward. It's an awkward it's super thing. Super awkward because I can't help it, and neither can Greg. No, and and we don't want to lose. And believe me, I sure as fuck do not want to lose. And neither does Sarah. So that, that's what's going to be going on with the tournament. But with that though, we're we're inviting everyone out there too to pick sides. You can pick a side. Team Greg is obviously where you want to go. I made some of my cases yesterday. I think it's a fantastic place to be. I think it's the it's the winning side, and you want to be on the side of a winner. And on top of that, are it's you, a lot I, more I fun. You're, if you're such a winner, you wouldn't be having to declare all the time that you're a winner. I'll tell you this. I won't creepily whisper at you. I'll, I'll loudly say thank you for joining my side. If you want to whisper whisper and uh, be as creepy as possible, then maybe Sarah's side is, is more for are you. you. put on your party lifts for Sunday <laughs> so you can see eye to eye with everybody? <laughs> I'll see eye to eye just fine. All I need to see eye to eye with is the cornhole, and that's all. That's all that matters. That's not wrong. Ew. But I'm going to be cornholing with the best of them, Sarah, and I will come out uh, as a champion. And with that, though, there's actually something we're going to be doing with the the solo competition, and um, we there's a little bit of theatrics that I've got planned for it. Now I don't know what you have planned for your side, but let's just say I plan on making a show out of this. What do you mean theatrics? I, I got a bit of a are you show like idea. Are you, are you pulling like a Joe Bluth? Are you going to do some magic? I, I got some ideas. I got some things that are going to be happening. And uh, the, sh- the our match is going to be actually announced by someone we both know. Yeah, we've got an announcer for our match. Did you not know this? No, I didn't know this. You yes. should tell me this. We have an official announcer. Okay. The official announcer, our cornhole match is going to be called by someone. All right. And that someone is Scott Daly. Oh, boy. Scott Dude. Daly will be officially announcing and calling the match between Sarah and I that's going to happen during the uh, at, at midway through the Fun Employment Radio Cornhole Tournament. Well, Sarah, I have. I don't think you're prepared for this. I don't think I am. Do you want to just back out now? Absolutely Is it probably not. best? I'm probably best forward. if you do. Probably... You seem scared. 
I'm not. It seem, are you trying to hold back tears? Is that why you're whispering? I'm trying to hold back a cough. Because you're intimidated? Uh, it sounded like tears to me. You were like the least intimidating person I think I've ever met. No, I think I'm pretty intimidating. No. I think I'm pretty terrifying, obviously. Yes, you're so scary. Beastly man. I'm a beastly, beastly person. I don't know when you look like you could just kind of push someone over with like one finger. It's not really that scary. <laughs> that's just because I have uh, bad balance. That's not, that's not uh, fair. Man in the chat says that uh, Scott Daly calling it seems quite funky. <laughs> <laughs> it is indeed. <laughs> so that is uh, one of the things that's going to be happening during this tournament. And we want to see everybody out there. And obviously rooting for Team Greg. That is what's idea. Hashtag Team Sarah. Do. Team Greg. It would uh, feel like we're trying to do like some Twilight thing. Since they do do that. you want to just back out then? Because you're probably not going to win. We can just declare me the champion because here's the other thing, too, that goes along with this. Not only will we be crowned um, the Fun Employment Radio Cornhole King or Queen. I just made that up right now, so we're just going to go with that. And then, But then, in addition to that, we're going to have to wear an article of clothing of the other one's choice for the rest of the tournament in public. In public, in front of everyone, whatever it is the other person brings, you have to wear it. So you're going to have to wear what I bring. Okay. Okay. And, but I'm not going to wear what you bring because I'm going to win, so you'll have to wear what I bring. I did just find one of my um, Beverly Hills 90210 t-shirts that I think would look quite swimming on you. Uh, it's being noted that a forfeit is a loss. Are you forfeiting? I am not forfeiting. I couldn't hear you. What was that? I, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring on our guests. All right. We'll go ahead and bring on our guests. Today's a very big and special day for us. It is indeed. It is indeed. So we'll wrap that up. Yep. I uh, want to see everybody there on Sunday, May 17th, Landmark Saloon, 4847 so Southeast Division. So excited to see you guys. I'll be, I'll be totally better by then. I'm staying in all just, weekend. Just whisper to Sarah in her ear the entire time you're there. Walk up. Give her a nice you know caress her hair. <laughs> like, Sarah, Stop. Okay. Don't make me laugh. Sarah, it's all right. <laughs> You know what helps with the uh, with the cop though? It's like you know some uh, a nice some, neck rub. Some, you want somebody to rub your neck when you stop it. <laughs> like a nice adult, adult beverages always to to warm the palate. Uh huh. To keep it moistened. Uh huh. Just whisper quietly to Sarah when you get there. Whisper. This is kind of a new thing. Or <laughs> get as close to her ear as possible. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there is something else though amazing that is happening today. Tonight. Tonight. In less T minus like five hours. Oh my gosh. Holy shit. Well, now you're going to, yeah, now you're probably going to make him nervous. nervous. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I did. I just saw the panic. But he shouldn't be because it's going to be awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Aaron Duran. Hi, everybody. How's it going? Thank you, Aaron. That's <laughs> so nice of okay, you. Okay, now it's starting to creep me out if you yeah. both do this the whole time. He's a comrade. He's a real, he's a team player. It's you're right. just an asshole. <laughs> Sarah, can you say for me, he thinks I'm cute. He thinks I'm cute. What the hell is that that's from? totally. That's Lindsay when she, when she's got oh. the voice. Oh, talking about Ice the, the, Steve Holt. Steve Holt. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Steve Holt. He thinks I'm young. Don't <laughs> <laughs> see. Well. Don't be funny, Aaron. Oh. Oh my God! But you know what I am so excited for is for your book release today. Thank oh you. God. Yeah, I'm like, so I'm I'm straight. I'm just kind of nervous right now. Like I'll be excited later once it kicks off. But right now I'm just nothing but nerves. Yeah. No. Now, am I allowed to say that I might or might not have read some? Of yeah. It? Okay. Cool. I'm I'm finishing up Aaron's book. Yeah. She got a she got a little pre press one. It is fucking amazing. Thanks. It is in, it, and I'm your target demo. I mean, like <laughs> you, the way that you you and nine year olds <laughs> exactly exactly the way you describe it is a cross between evil. Dead and Ramona Quimby books is yeah. like dead on. It's so good. Like I actually do need to turn you up. I found. <laughs> I actually found myself um, getting lost in the story so much so that uh, I forgot that one of my dear friends actually wrote it. Oh, cool! Thank yeah, you. That, like that's you were, nice to hear. you were completely separated from um, <laughs> from the character. It was. It's very good. Cool. Thank you. I'm. I'm really excited. So, so yeah, it's. It's. Uh, 
Yeah, it didn't you're take just, us. It you're didn't just take us. The fuck out. A yeah, bit. I am a little bit. Yeah, because yeah, it's happening uh, today at at, uh, at six o'clock. Jeez. Oh my god. From uh, six to nine at Bridge City Comics. Well, and just to recap to you for for maybe people who don't know what the book is about. I know you talked about it on a previous show, but if, yeah. if people hadn't heard that, like, what's what's the book about? What's Welcome to Grizzly Dale about? Um, it's a about a it's a new kid who moves into this strange forested neighborhood and finds out that his bedroom is anyone who's known heard me talk about Harry baby before <laughs> I have basically expanded the Harry baby neighborhood myth into a full novel which is fantastic <laughs> he finds out that he his bedroom is right next to the lair of this legendary neighborhood monster that possesses animals and consumes kids which is an actual legendary monster it is an actual le- that still terrifies legend. kids in my neighborhood where I grew up to this day it's called yeah. Harry Baby it's such, such an odd baby. name for a monster it's a stupid name well it's funny to hear you talk about it too because I've heard you talk about Harry Baby for years and then yeah. like what, reading it in print because I've never seen it in print I'm like oh yeah this is Aaron yeah. with little, like the references of Miho yeah no I mean a lot of it is me because I know like some people are like oh it's such a cop out when you write you know a fiction which you pull a lot of your life into it but I don't How know. How is that a, a cop out? Are you I, supposed to put yourself? I hear into snooty books? authors say that all the time. Snooty that if you authors do, can go fuck themselves. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of me in this one, or at least you know a fictionalized version of me that's been ramped up to eleven. Um, so yeah, I mean that's the basic premise: is that he he moves into this new neighborhood right next to, like yeah, literally the lair of a monster. That's awesome. And uh, thinks it, the whole neighborhood's fucking with him, goes exploring, and cool. I mean, happen. And I'll say that is exactly the kind of book I read when I, when I was a kid. Yeah, like, they don't, I mean, really, exactly they don't really make those anymore. So it was kind of cool to get back to writing that again. So. It is, because that reminds me of like the neighborhood I grew up in. I grew up next to a, a green belt where we'd go on adventures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the fun thing, you know, the yeah. scary stuff, you know? You never know what's out there. That's just like us. Where I grew up, you know, there's all forested, and there's this certain area of of the neighbor's property that was always terrifying to me. So you'd oh, like yeah, sneak yeah. over there. There was another, there's another place in the neighborhood I grew up. It's not in the book spoilers. Um, that even, uh, there's a building in my neighborhood that I grew up like to this day, like kids are still afraid to walk by it at night. That's awesome. And they swear that like the witch woman can see them. Hmm. There's this thing like, I saw the witch woman. She's in her, it's, it's this, it's this old house. Like with this attic and kids swear that they see this woman and if you lock eyes with her, she draws you into the house and you're never seen again. That's interesting because we had the uh, – in Bremerton, <laughs> I mean, we had the tale of Holland Road with the with the haunted road and the ghost walking down. I wonder if yeah, every Oh, I remember town. you talking about that. Yeah, there's a road that uh, – Yes, it's called Holland Road where apparently this girl was hit I'm sorry. By what was it called? Holland Road <laughs> where you can look it up in uh, like Northwest Folklore where this woman yeah. – this girl was hit by a car years ago and like left it in a ditch to die. And die she did, and then you can see her. Like, is there any down. actual basis to it, or that's just what the, everybody that's, says? That's what we've always said. Right, like, I, I heard it from high school, but then I mm-hmm. looked it up online and sure as shit, and like one of the Northwest hauntings, Holland Road in Bremerton is one of them. Yeah, there's a one of the, the newest elementary school that went up in my hometown uh, is called just Meadowview Meadowview Elementary School or whatever. But the, like, it's considered like you know some of the kids like swear that it's kind of weirdly haunted because there was the story of. One of the early pioneers, like him and his wife, like burned to death in their cabin because they refused to lose or to leave in the little town, this area called Meadowview. And then they built the school on top of it. And yeah, it's all thing. Like, ah, sometimes at night you can see weird lights where the cabin's supposed to be and you can hear them burning to death, you know, every night. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, I mean, every town has that weird stuff. So I took all those and threw them into this book. And right now I'm just dealing with, you know, one legend of the town. Oh, and then I'm, cool. ex- you know, and I'm expanding in weird stuff. And then you find out in the book that the town is very weird. Um, I'm still halfway through, so do not give any spoilers. Okay. Yes. Okay. 
Well, right, well no one else has read anything, know, so. <laughs> but if you ever if you ever used to watch shows like Erie, Indiana, like where the uh-huh. where like where the town itself is a freaky character, yeah, that's what Welcome to Grizzly Dale starts to introduce that that even the town itself is a weird character and like Twin Peaks a little bit. Yeah, not quite as murdery. Yeah, it's not. Well, not yet. Because, again, written for nine-year-olds. Um, I mean, adults can enjoy it because so far only adults have read it. Uh, and everyone who's read it has enjoyed it. Even people that didn't have to like it, you mm. know, have liked it. Yeah. So it's been a lot of fun. I'm super excited. Um, I can't wait to read it. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. No, so, yeah, I- it'll be tonight at Bridge City Comics. And if you live in Portland, it's only going to be for sale physically at Bridge City Comics. Oh, that's amazing. But um, if you don't live in Portland, it's on Amazon right now. Oh, it's already released. Yeah, it's already. Uh, so here's a little thing. Amazon fucked up and released it over a week and a half ago. <laughs> and Spoilers. God bless them. There have been some Geek in the City radio and Fun Employment radio listeners <laughs> that have that don't live in Portland, like like live like our, our friends in Australia. Got, ah. got a copy already. Some people that don't live within the Portland area when they first announced the book a few weeks ago, like they Googled like, welcome to Grizzly Dale on Amazon. Boop, it came right up. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, shit. and God bless them. They're like posting on my wall like, I just what I just did here. And I write them. That's really good. Don't feel bad that I took your post down because I'm trying to not say anything yet because it's not supposed to be out yet. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, it's fine. Don't Don't feel bad for like – Buying what I've worked on, yeah, I'm so totally. proud. Like, I was like, I just don't want to talk about it that it's available yet. Yeah, you know, it's while you're having a things. big release party. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> oh, so that's tonight. That's at Bridge City Comics, which uh, if you live here in Portland, it's three seven two five North Mississippi. Yes, and I will be there. You can make a whole afternoon of it because not to be like all promo about all the businesses there, but there's Bridge City Comics there, and then you can get like a tasty burger, uh-huh. and there's one of those Blue Star Donuts. And Isn't there an a, ice cream? And there's yeah, the Ruby Jewels ice cream. Yeah. Like basically, you just load up on carbs and sugar, and then go to the comic book shop. That's perfect. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what you <laughs> and should be beer. doing. There's beer, and it is an all ages event. It's not 21 or over at Bridge City Comics. There will be some adult beverages. Cool. Uh, they always provide you know beer and soda and water. It's for free, but he puts out. It's so cute. He puts out a little Pringles can, and then he writes tips on it. <laughs> 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 well, and that's and you guys, and actually, fun employment listeners and geeks, writers, you have a reputation to uphold because the last two signings I've had at Bridge City Comics, uh, Ring has made a point of saying, you know, not only does the book sell really well, that's a really generous crowd when it comes to tipping for beer. Hell yeah. <laughs> good, good. That's because there's, there's good people listening to these shows. That's right. <laughs> they drink everything. Oh, yeah. But they they'll also drink. tip better oh. than anybody else. Oh, so. they'll drink like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They clean them out of beer, but they also are the ones that tip the best. And that's, that's like, I never, I never lose money on beer when I do a signing with you. <laughs> Those are the best kind of customers. That's yeah. exactly who you want. <laughs> right. So that's, it's from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. So yes. three hours. So, so when you do these book signings, so you'll just have like a stack of books, yeah, and you'll you'll be I'm there. Just, I'm just gonna be behind a card table, just you know, schlepping away. I mean, I'll talk to everybody. I'm uh-huh. not gonna be like next. Yeah, I'm not gonna be like what's okay, his move name? it, Galaxy move Quest. it, move it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> by the sons of war, I'm next. Like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not gonna. I might actually. That'd be funny. Um, so make like no eye contact with anyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I actually should put somebody next to me. Just tell them, all right, no eye contact. <laughs> Are you going to have a handler? Yeah, to move move yeah. along, move along. That's right. Step Next. it up. <laughs> no touching. <laughs> I mean, right, you wonderful gentlemen. I think I've talked as much as I can. Okay. All right. But I'll be here. If you want to shake his hand, it's okay. 10 extra bucks. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's the way to handle that. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's so exciting, though, to actually be sitting there doing that. No, it's re- so it's cool. really cool. It's always a lot of fun. I uh-huh. love I love just meeting everybody that has been so supportive in all these years. This one probably has me more nervous because this is the first creative thing I've ever done where I can't hide behind an artist. Yeah. To like, you know, like, well, the story's okay, but the art's really good. I can't be like, 
yeah, no, it's yeah, it art is what really, because, <laughs> you know, and in comics, I can kind of, it's a collaborative effort, but with comics, like the art is what really sells the book. Right. In my opinion, I mean. Oh, by the way, uh, another thing to add into the caveat of today's show. Uh, uh, I have my roommate's dog here in studio, Lily. And so Lily is uh, apparently upset about something right now. I don't know. I don't know what. She saw the ghost that follows you around, Greg. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, there's been some. Oh, does she see things? No, she, well. Or have there been. Oh, no, we can, we'll we, get to that. We can transition from the book to, to Greg's ghosts. That's fine. Uh, They're kind of related anyway. The book's supernatural. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> uh, book signings. Let's stick with book signings. Okay, anyway, I'm just saying it's kind of nervous because I, I can't. It's, it's it's just me this time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it either works so, yeah. or it doesn't. You know, it's either so. do you like it or do you not? Like, yeah, and basically. Then, yeah, there can't be a lot of like. Well, the story was okay, but the typesetting was really worth it. You know, like you can't. <laughs> the paper quality was totally it worth was, the price of admission. It was pleasant to touch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it looks good on my shelf. Yeah, actually, it does look good on the shelf. Oh hell yeah! Have the physical book like that's that's so badass. Yeah, it's pretty cool, and it was neat to go through all the. It's been done for a while, and I pitched it to some publishers, and I just – I got tired of waiting. Yeah. Like, it, the publishing game right now is such a mess. Is it? Because, yeah, I wouldn't have any idea how you even go about doing if that. You're, if you're brand new, you just don't. Yeah. Like, you just don't even try. Um, so, like, even submitting things is just pointless? Or yeah, even... I mean, a lot of them now, like, they have very limited rules about what they will take from you. Um, since I've never published a book before, that's like I already strike one. Which is sucks, because how do you get in the door if yeah, you never... Yeah, and a lot of them yeah. are like, well, unless you you got to be submitted through a literary agent. Well, I know tons of literary agents that won't do anything unless you've already published a book. So you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I mean, you hear about, like, you know, you know stand-up comics. So I got a book deal. It was really easy. I'm like, well, it's because you did 15 years of stand-up comedy. You're a known right. commodity already. Yeah. And I'm not holding that against them. That's just kind of the nature of the business this time. And even the ones that would take submission... They would they would have on their websites or a lot of them. You actually have to write them to get their rules. Wow, which is archaic as hell. Yeah, yeah. the modern era, easily seventy percent of them still wanted a printed manuscript. Damn, not a PDF, not a Word doc. Like they wanted you to send them a printed copy. Which, by the way, printing that book is a fortune. Oh, I can only imagine. Yeah, yeah. It, it it's it costs something like, I think I think I priced it out and it was something like thirty dollars to send a printed manuscript. <laughs> To, to print it all up and give it to them the way they want it. Right, and then mail it. and Yeah, and then each one has a different format how they want it. There's no universal format of how really? to send them. Yeah, some of them want, like, give us the first five chapters. Give us the whole thing. Give us this first. Like, they all had something different. Wow. And even the ones that would take... What a pain. Oh, yeah. And even the ones that would take an unsolicited manuscript or even a pitch letter from someone that hasn't been published yet, they all said, like, we have reading windows. You must get it to us between April 1st and May 30th. And that's the only time they'll then, read something? And then we will read that, – that's when they accept it. This okay. Was a couple of, this is, they weren't always. This was a couple of them. That's when they will accept it. And then they will read it during their review window, which is usually like from August to September is when they wow. read all the new stuff. But even on there, they say, just so you know, we are not putting – our schedules are booked through like 2018. So even if they were to pick it up – it wouldn't oh, see the life. Geez. It wouldn't see shelf life until like 2018. So you're just supposed to sit around and do nothing and wait. Yeah. Until so that, even if they're like, wait, we want this. Out. We want to buy it. Yeah. Great. Here's what we're going to offer you. Here's the advance, um, which is a whole other tricky fucking thing. But like, yeah, great. We're going to buy your book. Well, great. When does it come out? When do we start the promo? And they're like, whoa, you know, our schedule is filled through 2018. So that's when it'll come out. I'm like, weird. 
Yeah. Weird. I had no idea it was like that. Yeah, it's a, it's a mess. So, And I went through this enough. James and I have gone through this enough dealing with comic book publishers. Mm-hmm. I did it for like three months, and I was like, screw it. I'm, I'm not going through this with this book. Like, yeah. I'm not going to sit on this for so long. So I just um, – <laughs> Amazon has an amazing self-publishing resource. Yeah. Like it's, it's fantastic. When you see the book, it won't look any different from any other book you buy off a shelf. Yeah. Like it doesn't look it, – it, yeah, it looks like it was put out by like Random House. That's you know, awesome. You know, so and it's really good. So I'm super excited for it. That's and, fantastic. I mean, yeah, and, and that's Amazon that, that helped Yeah, that they research. bought a company called Create Space where you mm-hmm. actually just do the and you know, you can you can pay to have them do it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the setup and the in the uh, the desktop publishing. Thankfully, you know, working with Jen and doing the comic for a while, we have enough experience to we were able to build the book ourselves. It's not that hard. Gotcha, yeah. But even if you don't know how, it's like two hundred bucks for them to fully set up the book for you. Wow. That's a, that's a pretty good deal actually. Yeah, that that's that's a great deal. Yeah. So but we didn't have to even do any of that. And you know, there's some caveats you have to give up. Like when I went through that, uh I had to promise Amazon uh Kindle exclusive rights for ninety days. Okay. But like who the fuck doesn't have a Kindle? Right. And I don't yeah. mean like the e read. Like if you have a phone, you have the Kindle app. Yeah. So it's just it just has to be just for it Amazon just apps. Has, for... It just has to be through either their their Kindle device or through their Kindle app. Okay. Well, that's like ninety eight percent of all e readers out there. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And that's only for ninety days. After ninety days, they open it up to Nook or whatever the fuck Barnes. Whatever and the other ones yeah, are. Yeah. They opened it back up to you. That's pretty. They fair just deal. want ninety day exclusive. I'm like, all right, fine. Yeah. And I spoke to a lot of self published authors that I've been working with that have been super helpful in the community. A guy named uh, Ren Cummings. Uh, a woman named Wendy Jill. There's been some people that have been real big helps in helping me out with this. And I kind of ran it past all of them. Like, what does this mean here? This exclusive? Because it's a lot of jargon. Mm-hmm. And they're like, here's what it means. It's actually not as scary as it sounds. Go yeah. for it. Don't don't try to go this total like lone wolf route because it just doesn't work. Yeah. They're like, it seems like you're getting more freedom, but you're actually going to hinder yourself by not giving up some of those rights. And they're like, and again, it's only for like 90 days. Right. And then it, and then it reverts back. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Take that, take that, you know, huh? Yeah. That's, that's fascinating to me. I mean, not only have to, you know, what you wrote, like coming up with all that, the actual, you know, what the project is, all that side stuff to come up with, to, to work through it. That yeah. is, uh, I'm, I'm convinced between amazing. writing and publishing this book and the Kickstarter that I just wrapped up like a week ago, I've learned more in like the last 90 days in terms of like marketing, business, and publishing than uh-huh. I did in my last year of college. Like yeah. it's been just such this crash course of, of taking in all this knowledge and using, you know, and expanding on it that kids don't go to school, just run a Kickstarter campaign. <laughs> don't get a marketing degree, just run a couple of Kickstarter campaigns and you will know more than the person with the BA in marketing. Right. So, and, uh... <laughs> there you go. And maybe you'll make some money out of it. You know? Hey, who knows? Maybe you won't be $30,000 in debt afterwards. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. So the like we said, the release is tonight. Bridge City Comics, three seven two five North Mississippi, six p.m. to nine p.m. Yes. So go there and pick up a copy of this. Aaron's worked really hard at this. Yes, please. That would be awesome. And um, as Sarah said, the book is awesome, which I am excited to read. I actually wanted to borrow it, but what was she that, Sarah? Not... I'm just now. No, Sarah, no, no I'm to... being a jerk. I'm sorry. Say... No, I'm so excited to finish. No. That's what I'm. Especially I'm sorry. Since what? I can't... Shut up. Especially since I can't talk, I'm excited to go home and finish reading it in like a nice dreary day. Oh, it's yeah, no, it's about right. Yeah. Oh. So, Greg, I did pull some World of Crazy. I just wanted to let you know, and I sent it to you. Okay, I've got some World of Crazy. <laughs> Sorry. World of Crazy. What was that, sir? Shut I am going to murder you on Sunday. <laughs> That's another thing to come out. Will or will Sarah not murder me on Sunday? Come on out. 
Yeah, Tony's saying buy the darn book. I will, but it wasn't for sale until now. So, well, yeah. apparently it was on Amazon, but I it didn't. was on Amazon. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't cheat the system. So. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's so important to support you know the creative folks in our town. And Aaron's, uh, you know, no blowing smoke. This book is amazing, and I think you should totally buy it for yourself. Thanks. Buy copies for your loved ones. Yeah. Yes. If you're a teacher, you should buy one for your entire class. All of them. Be super Portlandy and buy one and put it in your, um, you know, the little corner public oh, free yeah. library. Oh, that's cool. cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I never take advantage of those things. We have one in our I neighborhood. Forget about it. We have a couple. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that's a thing that happens in other cities, but in, in Portland, in the neighborhoods, there will be like these little boxes that are. It's basically on the on like a corner. Where it's a neighborhood library. So mm-hmm. you take a book or leave a book. There's one a couple blocks off of Hawthorne, like Hawthorne and I don't know, like Hawthorne and 32nd. Not right on Hawthorne, but some of those little neighborhoods in there. I was scooting around one day doing something and I drove past. Basically, it's almost it, – maybe as I drove by and my scale was off, it looked like a full-size TARDIS from Doctor <laughs> Who. And it was called the TARDIS Library. And I went up – and yeah, and someone had built like this TARDIS as a lending library. Oh, weird. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I actually saw I one. I put the- comics in mine in one yeah. of my neighborhood. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that, Sarah? I, I actually saw one the other day that wasn't for books, but it was for pottery. It was the weirdest thing. Oh, okay. Thing. So this person had this, like, this hand-designed pottery, and they were like, take, the, you know, take any pottery that you'd like, you know, leave donations if you want. And there was a slot, too, that, uh, with a piece of paper and a pen, and you can put a theme of a yeah. piece of pottery that you'd like and put it in the box, and then they'll make it and like, set it out in the free pottery thing That's for kinda you. That's kind of cool. Huh. It was, was it good pre- pottery? Yeah, it was really pretty. I've I seen, uh, I've also, I've also seen uh, seed ones. I have like people that have little neighborhood gardens because uh-huh. you, you rarely use your entire seed packet. So people end up yeah. wasting a lot of these seeds that they buy. So I've seen one. It's somewhere like in the Woodstock neighborhood, I think. Um, it's this miniature barn. But then they made these like tiny little like envelope slits. They're not they're not big little pockets. They're just enough to slide like an envelope in. Uh-huh. And they're they're unused seed packets. So you'll go by and they're, you know, like cucumber, radishes, and a little note that says, take what you want, put one back. So people that are done gardening are like, well, I've used all the seeds this year. You go to this one little barn and you, you put them in there and huh. it's kind of cool. Oh, Portland. See, we always we always fear that it's changing and then shit like that exists. Yeah. yeah. Well, that eventually they'll be all be mowed down to have That's shitty true. condos. That's where condos true. go. Uh, Suman so, in the chat said, uh, I've always wanted to take all the books out of them and replace them with a bunch of copies of Fifty Shades of Grey. That's kind of <laughs> funny. See, I yeah. <laughs> I would want to do that, but that people take it so uh, – people would people would not take kindly to that. No. I think it would be funny. But you'd also be. I always get excited, like during free comic book day, or now they have free RPG day, which is pretty awesome. Also, whenever I get free role playing games, yeah, it's the same concept to get people interested in more role playing games. A lot of game publishing companies put out like sample rule sets and sample adventures. They're usually no more than like twenty pages. Okay, but they're enough. Like if your kid's curious about D and D or Star Wars role playing game or the myriad of games that are out there, right? Um. A couple of the local shops will, will host it every every year. It's usually like the second year, second weekend of June or something. Huh. So I'll I'll get a whole stack of them though because I'll try them all, and then once I've read them all through, like I'll put them in the little lending libraries. I like the idea of like spreading nerd everywhere. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Just putting comics and role playing games wherever I can. You know, I like liked Johnny Dorkseed. <laughs> <laughs> I liked role playing games as a kid, but the problem was I didn't really have anybody to play them with because yeah, I them I was now, out in the country because okay? I, I was yeah. it was just me and my brother. So I mean, we'd play. But then it's like, all right, all right. No, that's just, just my me and my and brother. I. So yeah, just my friends and I. That's almost all we did because there was nothing else to do in that town. Yeah, yeah. I had one called Dungeon. I think is what it was called. That's the board I think, game. Yeah, board yeah. game. There's that, it. and then there, I had some <laughs> other ones, some card games. Um, 
and it was fun, but again, without anybody to really play with, it was like, eh, yeah. okay, what am I? I still you know, have my other copy than of- Jeff, but I mean, then we just get in a fight and kick I still each have other, my so. copy of Dungeon, and that damn game takes forever. So I loved long. that game. I haven't played it since I was a kid. I, I probably got it somewhere. I could bring it down sometime. Oh, I'd play it again. I, still I, have, I remember loving that game. I have like the old 80s version of it. So the, the play mat's all faded and it's all the, all like the cardboard cutout pieces and stuff. Uh, Chris on they Twitter. They have the new version of it, but. Uh, oh, oh, there's a newer version? Yeah. Oh, I would imagine. Well, it's the same rules. It just looks prettier now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Chris on Twitter uh, hit us up at Funump Radio and he just said the TARDIS library is on Southeast 32nd, just north of Stark. So there you go. Okay. Yeah. That's where there the TARDIS library is. Okay. Maybe right. not Hawthorne then. Okay, cool. All right. Well, Sarah, do you want me to – you seem excited for me to do this World of Crazy. I've never read your World of Crazy in this way. So um, do you want me to go ahead and do you want me to go ahead and do this? I think you should. I, mean, right. I, I, I found some stories. Does that mean Sarah's going to go crazy? Yeah, okay. But it's all written, though, from the perspective of Sarah, which well, makes sense. I, 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 like, remove things and space it out to make do, sure – Do you want me to properly. read it as you? Don't read – what do you mean read it as me? Don't be a dick. <laughs> Hello, this is Sarah Dillon, and welcome to my world. Wait for the music. I thought I could do it, but after, did you get it? No, no, I, I got it. I'm trying to understand what it is. Okay. Well, this is a cold read. This is what we call a cold read. Greg never learned to read. Um, <laughs> Greg is a bastard. The- <laughs> that's what you should do: is alienate people who listen to our show that can't read. Do you think that's a large percentage of our listeners? Well, they're not going to show up tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Aaron has no use for them. Are there a lot of pictures in your book? I mean, I'll take your money, but I'm sorry. They can buy the comic books. Yeah, there's a lot of fancy pictures. Oh, yeah. Actually, I think they have copies of Dark Anna number issue zero at Bridge City. So if you missed that, too, spend more. And learn to read. Come on. All right. (laughs) So judgmental. (laughs) Learn to read, fuckwads. Greg is really good in a crisis situation, or if anybody else is weaker than him. <laughs> what, like on just, Sunday? Just like a good cult leader is. No, Here's the thing. Like, like, or like me losing my voice, like you, you take full advantage of the weaker. Oh, well, no. I mean, okay, we're talking about like growing up playing, uh, like, because all I had was, was my brother really out in the country, other, other than like our parents could drive us to go see other friends, but there really weren't any, even within bike riding distance. <laughs> so Greg didn't make any. So, <laughs> well, I mean, it was, t- it was tough. So, but with, with Jeff and I, the way we had to, the way we had to settle things for like toys and things like that is there was always, uh, you know, like G.I. Joes or Transformers, there's the Autobots and Decepticons or the G.I. Joes or Cobras. One of them had to be the good guy and one the bad guy. I was always the bad guys. He was always the good guys. That's how we separated things. I was well, always the bad guys. Because with very little exception, all those 80s toys, the bad guys were just fucking cooler looking. They were way cool. The Empire had the better ships. Cobra mm-hmm. definitely had better vehicles. Yeah. Decepticons at the time were all jets and guns. Yeah, they Fucking were. Even He-Man, like all the Skeletor's people were way better than the He-Man people. Yep. O- only exception, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I, the bad guys weren't that great in that. Yeah, but you should have Because you had Shredder. Right and then, then, Greg, you should have been getting a little too old for playing well, with that I, w- I, w- <laughs> I was. I'm not saying you can't enjoy collecting said action figures, but by then. <laughs> what are you applying? Are you dork shaming me? No. No. Yes. No, it's true. But I, I actually didn't play with them as much. But uh, Says the man who's got walls dedicated to <laughs> Batman. You really think I'm in a position to fucking... You fucking nerd, Greg. You look good. As I spent dork. half of this morning watching all the behind-the-scenes videos for the new Arkham Knight game. All excited. I'm like, you get to play as Nightwing and Batman at the same time. So I'm really not going to, you know... I which, by the way, that game looks fucking amazing. 
Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude. I, I do want to play that. That, the new Assassin's Creed, and then No Man's Sky. Like, I'm done for yep. the next half of this year. Oh, don't even get me started on Red Dead Redemption. I just started playing that <gasps> one. I've gone from the pirate game to the cowboy game. Really? We're you've all over played, the place You've never right played now, Red Dead Redemption? No. Dude, you were... Oh, my God. I'm actually jealous of what you get to experience. Last two weeks. I just started playing it. Oh, my God. Does it come with... Do you have the Undead Nightmare pack for playing later? It's on there. I haven't, oh, played, I haven't tried it yet. Well, play it after you beat the game. Okay. But it's so fucking good. Oh, my God. I am jealous of what you get to experience now in Red it's Dead Redemption. Pretty, it's pretty goddamn amazing. It's one of the greatest games ever made. It's... Sorry. It stays, it stays like this. I'm kind of glad I can't talk. It's so good. It's It's been it's been amazing. Yeah, no, it's... All right, we... Like, I'm probably going to go home and play it after no, the show. No, it's amazing. It's an amazing game. Like, I know I'm going to go home and play it after the show. And support the arts and read Welcome to Grizzly Tale. Yeah, because you have the advanced copy. Yeah, sure. See, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to buy it like an American at... Uh, I don't know what the well, American part has, has to do with it. She actually has the proof, so it's... I kind of need that back eventually anyway. <laughs> I'll bring it back. It's going to have wine stains all over it. That's fine. <laughs> Did you spill no, wine I on his fruit? Spill wine on it. No, but I was eating. I, I was. I does was, it have macaroni and cheese dust? It does not. But I was out at. I was meeting a friend at a bar, and I was. Uh, I ordered some polenta fries, and one of the pieces of polenta <laughs> <laughs> got on one you of the pages. So there's like a little <laughs> grease stain. Is that okay? That's fine. I don't care. I figure it just means that it's. Loud. He's going to say yeah. that, even though inside no, really he's like don't. seething. I really right. don't care. Are you seething? No. Okay, God, Greg, I know it's terrible. <laughs> no, it's just like, I know this infuriates James whenever I bring it up. People, because like, actually, you asked me once, Sarah, do you mind if I color the comic book? And I'm like, I got your 2 dying I don't care what you do to it. And James is like, bullshit. She's not to color the comic. I'm like, it's hers by then. What am I supposed to do? He's like, you tell her no. Like, no. But I'm still, I'm not seething. <laughs> I'm more jealous that Greg gets to experience Red Dead Redemption for the first time. That's amazing. It's so good. It's, it's so good. I've gone from the pirate game to the cowboy game. I'm a cowboy All now, right, Sarah. So honestly, how I'm, I'm assuming you probably played this yesterday. How many hours Maybe. did you? That game what will time con- did you go to bed when you were playing? Red yeah. Dead will consume your life more than the more than Black Flag. Okay, well, here's the thing. Like, So, I mean, I had a long day yesterday because I, it's Thursdays. It's like a 12-hour day for me. And so then when I got done, I was like, you know what? I want to relax and maybe I'll just have a beer. Oh, well... Gosh, nobody else is up, and Red Dead Redemption's sitting, sitting right there. Yeah. I got a little bit of Maker's Mark, too, so... Oh, shit, you gotta play. I gotta play. I had to play. Uh, so, so I... No, Red Dead... I was up kind of late. ...will eat your time up more than the Black Flag. I'm in Mexico right now. You're already in Mexico? Yeah. Right, how hard how, have you been playing? How long did you play? What time did you go to bed? Be honest. It was after midnight. Oh, it was From the start after, of the what game... Was it, like, three? No, it wasn't Are you that seriously late. No. already in Mexico? Yeah, I'm in Mexico. From the, Sarah, from the start of the game to Mexico, that's almost 20 hours of game time. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. I mean, you still have a long way to go, but there's a lot of shit to do before you I get to Mexico. I was sick on Monday. <laughs> Are you doing a lot of the side missions and on shit On Monday, when I, when I couldn't talk and I was feeling like shit, I, I sat on the couch and I played a lot. So you've been, you know, helping out Ms. McFarlane on the ranch? Yeah. Yeah. Bonnie. Bonnie. Oh, <laughs> uh, Bonnie. You break Bonnie's heart eventually. That's so good. Are you doing a lot of the side missions and stuff? Some of them. Not too many yet. I'm yeah. kind of saving them. I'm okay. trying to trying to get through. No, you open got up the territory. You got to do. You got to do a couple of them pretty quickly. Because yeah. some will fall off the game. Oh, like I didn't the, know that. If you go too far, like it, because things happen. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, uh oh. Did you catch the serial killer? No. The one outside of town. Oh, the cannibal. The cannibal. Yes, I found him just randomly. Oh, did you? So you okay? Did you catch him, kill him, or let justice take its course? I killed him. 
Oh, damn it. Because I, I stumbled upon him and he just started shooting at me and I didn't even know what it was and I oh, shot so you just him. just glitched it and did it? Yeah. And so, then I, I shot him and so then I was like, So there is one the like, when you finally catch him the third time uh-huh. trying to kill a guy. Once you finally catch him, you're actually given a couple options. You're given an option of drag him back to town. And okay. He's found and you take him to trial, whatever. Okay. You can kill him right there uh-huh. or the person he was trying to kill, trying uh-huh. to eat. You can actually free them, hand them your... You have an option called Let Justice Take Its Course where you cut him, the victim, free. Uh-huh. And you walk away, and you hear the cannibal, no, 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 and the guy just knifes him. Oh, wow. And you just walk away. Let justice take its course. Damn, I messed that one up, I think. Yeah. But I just so fi- cool. I stumbled on it. Huh. Uh, Mr. By the way. Mr. Marston. Mr. Marston. <laughs> we should probably do a little bit of world crazy. I'm Zarek still in Welcome <laughs> to My World of Crazy. Crazy. All right, so <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, again, this is, a, this is a cold read here. Sarah just sent me over what she would normally do for World of Crazy. If this is your first time listening to the show, it's, uh, this is just a weird show. <laughs> There's lots of other shows uh, for you to listen to. And just uh, curious, from this uh, last week. Uh, Greg lives in Converted Attic. Uh, yes, if nobody knows, I live in Southeast Portland. Uh, own a house there with two roommates, and I live in the upstairs, which is like a Converted Attic. It's kind of like its own apartment. Right, just in case people didn't know. In case people didn't know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, okay, first up in World of Crazy... Sarah says, from my glorious hometown, a Washington state city councilman said he was surprised to learn his wife is also seeking an office, the one he has held for six years. Oh. You didn't even say what, what the hometown is. Oh, Bremerton. Are. Bremerton, Washington. Yes. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. Uh, she said, oh, he said, I was surprised. I said, boy, you could do a really good job. Faulkner said she decided to join the race after six years of watching her husband on the council. I just sat down and said, I think the city of Bremerton District 6 needs more qualified people to run for office. I'm going to put my name in the hat. That's awesome. (coughs) These two are married? Yeah, and she's trying to run against him. And running against each other. Wow. I want to go to that debate so badly. What goes on at a Bremerton city council? Like, what do you have to debate? Like, is the the Bimart going to go in on... Sixth Street, or is that a big issue? Way that could be a big issue. The Kmart's been closed for a while. Oh, okay, yeah, that's that. That could be a big issue. What's gonna happen? Okay, just kind of sitting there. Yeah, Yeah. ever since the big K went away. Yeah, right. Once it once that did, it just uh, the economy tanked. Okay, no joy in Bremelo. No, no, all the Bremelos uniting. Okay, well, that is what's going on. This man is running. This woman is running against her husband in Bremerton. Moving on. Oh, this is just gross. Again, this is a cold read. I'm seeing these stories for the first time as we're going through this. Oh, I'm going to read this. I'm going to read the headline here. I'm going to send you a story that I haven't been wanting to do because I didn't want people mad at me. So I'm going to send it to you. Okay, I'm going to read. I'm going to just read this headline because this is just as I just. Is it the yogurt one? Oh, this is no. gross. All right. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm going to have to tell you this information, though. I'm going to have to let you know about this. The title is this, Robin Thicke is mortified by Dad Allen's Us Weekly Sex Confession. Allen Thicke, father of Robin Thicke, said regarding his his wife, Tanya, who is, by the way, 28 years younger than him. She's 40. He's 68. Scandalous. They apparently, when Allen has sex with his wife... He said, when we do get freaky, we love Robin's song, Sex Therapy. When the man is banging his way younger wife, he listens to his son's music. That is, what, that is what's being said here. So that's, basically, that's he just gross. went out and said his, his father and stepmom are saying that they're banging to the sound of his son's voice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's just weird. 
Okay, that's 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 unnerving. Number one, Alan Thick. Have you seen any of, any of the commercials with Alan Thick? That guy is he hawking like real estate now or reverse mortgages or some shit? Yeah, all, all the old people stuff. You know, <laughs> everything's everything's trying to kill you. Um, get your old people insurance right now. Right. That reminds me of that old Saturday Night Live sketch where they they had it. It was one of those. It was Sam Waterston was selling to uh, older people. And he was like, robots are a, are a menace to our society. You know, it's all these old people <laughs> freaking them out. It's yeah. like, robots are powered by old people's medicine. And they just have this big robot walking into somebody's, this old lady's house and like feeding on all of her medicine. It's like, you need robot insurance. It was fucking genius. That's kind of what Alan Thicke does right now. Just, he sells robot insurance. I just emailed you your final story. All right. Well, anyway, this is disturbing to know. I don't want to think about Alan Thicke having sex. Um, he was growing pains, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I liked Tracy Gold. She was, she was, she she was all right. When uh, I was a kid. Before or after bulimia? Before the bulimia, yeah. right? Yeah, after the bulimia, not before so much. Before she vomited her esophagus away. Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, see, I thought she was good looking <laughs> as she was, and then uh, you know, I can't laugh. Uh, our good friend Tuggy just wrote me, and he said, "What was the name of your character for Chat Roulette? You sound exactly like her right now." You do. That was Billy Starship. Billy Starship. Oh, yeah. oh boy. You so know, on, Billy on on YouTube, you there's still video of you guys doing that. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably. It's probably not as PC anymore. I don't think it is. Five years later, probably. Nah, I think it's fine. I actually watched it about a month ago. Okay. Don't offend anybody. Yeah, we're going to offend somebody. (laughs) Shockingly, Bean and I were drunk and watching old YouTube videos, and we ran into those. I'm like, these are still funny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, moving on to the next story. Again, cold read. I'm finding out just as you do because I'm a professional and I just got this information. You're such a professional. It says here breaking up sucks. Unless she banged another dude or wronged you enough to... Do you write these, Sarah, or is this... Uh, it depends. I didn't write that one, but you're supposed to skip over the parts that are that are more colorful and you just get to the meat of the story. Well, having not read it before, you're I don't know where the meat of this... I don't know where the meat of the story is. Professional. Greg can't find the meat. So. Uh, find the meat, Greg. <laughs> I need a I second don't, to find the I meat. I hope you don't crush under the pressure of the cornhole tournament, Greg. Because this is pretty easy oh, compared to ready for that. He's coming. Ooh, yeah. Oh, my God. You're such an idiot. <laughs> Christy Mazins is a 37-year-old creator of a service that is um, – did you, did you arrange these things? There's a, it doesn't say what the service is. Okay, wait. There it is. Oh, wait, oh that, I think we know what it is. <clears throat> Let's get to it. Christy Mazins has created a service in Australia called Sorry It's Over. So essentially what this is, it's <laughs> – it's if you want to break up with someone but don't have the uh, don't want to do it yourself, don't want to go through that kind of mess. You hire a service for people to do it for you. For just five dollars and fifty cents, she will send a text or email to your ex partner to be, and for an increased charge, she'll even send a box of tissues or flowers. Wow, that is an asshole thing to do. Send a box of Kleenex. Yeah, you should look. I put in a sample of one of the text messages. That she you sends. did. Yeah, I'll get. Okay, I'll get down to that. Yeah, and for the premium package. She will send a human being in place <laughs> of you to break up with your, again, soon-to-be ex-partner. Um, I don't think she's the bad person. It's whoever uses the service. <clears throat> yeah, she's, she's just taking of, their money. She's kind of a genius. She's an entrepreneur. Yeah. 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 Okay, here's a, here's a sample, and they bleep out the name, so we'll just say it was, uh, <laughs> it's uh, David is breaking up with Jenny. Hi, Jenny. I'm writing you on behalf of David. Although David cares and respects... Or and respects you. Oh, okay, it's Jenny who's breaking up with <laughs> Hi, David. I'm writing on behalf of Jenny. 
Although Jenny cares and respects you, she is afraid to confront you and believes your relationship has run its course. It's painful to say goodbye to someone that you don't want to let go. It's even harder to forget someone who gave you so much to remember. However, Jenny says she is not ready for marriage, children, and all the responsibilities that come with it. Chemistry has also been lacking, and Jenny believes it cannot be forced. This is a difficult time, and five years together, five years, has created many treasured memories. Hope you understand it can still be friends. Regards. Oh, my God. Wow. And then it signs regards uh, of the service, but like Sorry, it's over.com.au on behalf of Jenny. CC Jenny. Five years together, and it's a fucking letter that this person gets? That is amazing. Wow. You know what, though? There's a dangerous thing with that because you could really mess with somebody. If, like, say you just didn't like someone. I'm going to pay for the service. Yeah, well, just have somebody sent a letter. Oh, to, like, fuck up somebody else's relationship. Totally. Oh, that's that's horrible. And my mind's only going there because I see how it could be misused. (laughs) Misused and abused. All right, so for this final story, you you can't be mad at me because Greg's reading it. Will you mute me, please? I can't be mad at you or, like, the (laughs) listeners can't? Who's going to get mad at me for reading this? Again, I have not seen this, sir. Just emailed it to me right now. It's not offensive or anything. It's just a terrible story. Oh. <laughs> read it. <sighs> All right. Roll. This is Sarah's fault, by the way. This, <laughs> this is, is again, right. why you should be on Team Greg when it comes Greg to the... choosing to read this. When it comes to the Cornhole Tournament on uh, this, this Sunday. Team Greg. <clears throat> because this is what Sarah does to you. A Mechanicsville, Maryland woman faces charges of felony contaminating and second-degree assault after police say she tainted her roommate's milk. Mm-hmm. Here is how she allegedly tainted... Oh, Here's the victim's account, basically. Uh, after the victim... So... Oh, God, sorry, I'm just reading... This is really... This is really gross. So, Sarah Schrock is accused of tainting her roommate's milk. So at, they don't say the victim's name on here. She gave her, her roommate some milk, and after the victim swallowed some of the milk, she began to choke on a substance in the milk. She then <laughs> coughed up the substance and discovered what appeared to be human skin. <sighs> they subsequently poured the remainder of the milk into a strainer and found what appeared to be human skin shavings in the milk container. Wait, how do you... First, like, ew. There's an explanation. Oh. Okay. Oh, I think I know what... It's, okay. <clears throat> so, I guess what happened is the, the roommate told police that... Schrock keeps foot shavings in a tray <laughs> in her room. There were ongoing problems between the two... Which led to Schrock pouring those foot shavings into her roommate's milk. I'm going to trust a woman that keeps foot shavings. Absolutely not. Who does that? (laughs) Never drink a glass of something that's not clear without pouring it yourself. Well, not when you're going through that. If if you're having that big of an issue and your roommate is a foot shaving keeper... No, absolutely not. Here's some milk, Linda. That's what you can do when you're on Craigslist. Are, you, are a, you a foot shaving keeper? <laughs> have a glass of milk, Linda. Yeah, My no. roommate shaved her feet a lot. <coughs> oh, that is so disgusting. Uh, it's just the yeast. It's the most useless spice. All that makes me think of is uh, when we had the gym membership and there was that old 
crusty old naked man that would always be in there, always naked, always naked. I don't even know if the guy worked out, just walking around naked. And he would sit down at one of the benches and pull up his feet and had a little file and would just file down his calluses right onto the floor. Just chunks of skin falling off. Damn. And that's what I'm picturing this guy. Keelan's turned off the show by now, just so you know. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. 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 Ew. Well, that is what Sarek Dillon did to you. You could grow another roommate like that, like in Jurassic Park. Oh, gross. Oh. Now I want to throw away all the milk at my house, and I trust my roommates, but I now I now I just... Do you? I'm going to have to strain everything. Oh, my God. The paranoia that's going to go through with me. Oh, there's a lot of trust involved here, let alone, like, shampoo. Ah, shit. All right, there we go. Barbecue sauce. That was World of Crazy. Greg, you did a good job. Well, that, thank you. Maybe that's why you don't like condiments. Deep down, you know, that may have foot shavings in them. <laughs> Everything has foot shavings. <sighs> oh, no, that's the creepiest thing you've ever said with that voice. Let's find something creepy for Sarah to say in her in her new voice. Okay. Uh, anybody in the I live can chat? What's inside of you? <laughs> Do I get that thing? Sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. I can smell what's inside of you. Well, that's all I have. Okay. All right. Well, that was creepy enough. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. That's by the way. That's a that's a sure great phrase. Are you sure you're 18? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let me laugh. Oh. I, I think we've I think we've done some good work here today for uh, for it. Sarah, uh, you're a trooper for for bullets. Are you going to throw up? Are you going to vomit? I don't think so. What? I don't think so. What? Shut up. <laughs> oh, that's so, some foot shavings in your. Sick. I'm going to like throw shit at you. Hopefully, there's no foot shavings in your coffee. No, I poured it myself and I made it myself. I don't trust Greg. <laughs> Did you check the filter? I cleaned the filter. Yes, right, it's fine. All right. Well, Dude, what are you putting in it? Ladies and gentlemen, the Foot Appointment Radio Cornhole Tournament of Champions happening this Sunday at the Landmark Saloon, brought to you by Paps Blue Ribbon and Next Adventure. Come so out, excited. hang out. It's going to be awesome. We're going to have, um, actually, I'll, I'll just tell you some of the other side things. Like, one, you don't have to be in the tournament. We're going to have plenty of other side games and prizes for you to win stuff at. We're going to have tons of gear from Pabst. The winner of the tournament is going to get a um, set of Pabst cornhole boards. There's going to be next adventure gear that's going to be there for free and for winning in the side games. Fun Employment Radio gear. We're going to have our hats there for sale and our pint glasses, which those were only for sale at the um, at the five-year anniversary party. Mm-hmm. So this is the only other place you'll be able to buy those. Uh, so get those there. And, uh, and, and all can, kinds of other stuff. And you can stuff. drink out of them, too. And you can drink out of yeah, them. Yeah, so you, you can are get... allowed. We have cleared it with the bar. You drink your, your delicious beverages. Yes. Perhaps your Pabst Blue Ribbon out of your fancy glass. <laughs> but more important, like, well, equally as important, of course, Aaron's book signing Sorry, is I'm tonight. just laughing at your voice. It's just... <laughs> book release and signing is tonight at Bridge City Comics. We hope to see you there. Yeah, be there. Yes, indeed. So, um, yeah, and, and the address is 3725. Yes, 3725 North, North Mississippi Avenue, 6 to 9. Cool. Awesome. And I'm going to be gone for two weeks. Oh, yeah? Where are you going? Uh, I can't say I'm going this weekend because it's a secret still oh. in case it gets out. Oh. Uh, but then I'm going to be in Denver for the Denver Comic Con. Oh, nice. Where I, I get to meet Brianna of Tarth. <gasps> what? Really? Uh-huh. And Killer the Brock. But I get to meet, yeah, Jen Christie, or Genevieve Christie. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I'm, I've never... Since I've been doing cons, I've never wanted to pay and stand in line and meet somebody. I'm paying to meet her. Oh, that's awesome. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. Kelly LeBrock is going to be there? Yeah. So at the What Denver, does she do now? At, dig this. At the Denver Con this year, they're doing... First off, it's going to make you feel old. Uh-huh. They're doing the 30th anniversary of Weird Science. That's gross. Yeah. So everybody years? except Robert Jenny Jr. is going to be there. 
Yeah. Wow. And they're having an Animaniacs reunion. All the voice actors and the writers but are going to be there. But from Weird Science, is Bill Paxton going to be there then? Yep. <laughs> uh-huh. Wow. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Weird. All right. Yeah. I well, get to be Brandon So you're doing something jazz. secret next week. And then, yeah. What's right. Kelly LeBrock look like nowadays? Still hot, actually. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, held it together really well. Ah, good for her. Good, yeah, right on. <laughs> All right, well, there we go. Come out and see Aaron and us tonight at Welcome to Grizzlydale uh, book release party. Bridge City Comics. Okay. Bridge City, City Comics. Comics. Sorry. And then Sunday at the Landmark Saloon. Sunday at the Landmark Saloon. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. You guys are fantastic. We'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.